Last time... The group gets back to Mount Olympus and is surprised to find their small town of Fizzlebottom completely abandoned. Well, not completely. The group finds a gnome named Snap. Snap is one of the brothers that built the muscolators that launch folk to the top of Mount Olympus. The group stops fighting just long enough to help Snap fix a muscolator. But the initial test is a disaster as Mimi is nearly killed when Galaxy launches her into the side of the mountain. Who would make the best referee? Snow White, because she's the fairest of them all. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters! Welcome everyone to another spooky episode of Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. We are a 5th edition actual play D&D podcast. I am Kurt, Daddy the Dungeon Master. To my left we have... Sam, who plays Mimi, our favorite elf druid and the leader of the Three Musketeers. And to my left we have... Aren't you Annabelle? Annabeth. 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 Yes, it is Halloween. We are all dressed up. I'm Annabeth Chase. And this will come out after Halloween. So, happy belated Halloween! <laughs> well, in, in, to, to Sam's left... I already said that's I my know. left we have. <laughs> I'm Birdie, who plays Galaxy, the Elven Wizard. You are not the leader, Sam. I'm That okay. Dev's the leader. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Freaking leader! I'm of so this glad group. we have like agreed on something in this lifetime. Yep. And don't forget my adorable corgi named Boom. And to my left, what we are you? Have Halloween? Halloween? Yeah, who are you? For oh. Halloween? hi! I'm Grover Underwood. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. It's a damn Percy Jackson thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not swearing. Hi, Jill. <laughs> Yo. Who do you play? You just bacon me crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> For context, she's a bacon. I am bacon. Bacon's delicious. It I is. like bacon. Um, I play the leader of the Three Musketeers. <laughs> My name is Fat Dub. I am the leader. And I am the leader. No, you are not. Times infinity. Forever and ever. What is your race? What is your class? Who knows? <laughs> I do! Not your mom. No. How long have you been playing this? Over a year now. <laughs> I win. <laughs> so, so what is what is your race? Um, half. Halfling. Halfling. I was, I was so tempted of saying half blood. She's like a half hobbit. Blood. And then what is your uh, your class? Armor. <laughs> <laughs> Not your armor class. It says armor class. <laughs> I'm a cleric. You are yeah! a cleric. I'm finally finding some stuff on this sheet. No, because I moved help. the dice. Armor. We're, we're gonna have to do an out of the dungeon episode with with mom, so we can level up, and maybe she'll get to know Fat Dub a little bit more. Oh, I know her pretty darn well. I can tell. Yeah. yeah. I can tell. Very much. So who wants to tell us what happened last time? Okay, so I Galaxy. Do, I, do, I do. Galaxy killed Mimi by launching no. her in a cliff. 
You kind of killed yourself. She killed me. She pulled the lever. It's not my fault she pulls a lever. The three of you finally got back to the bottom of Mount Olympus and you got into the town of Fizzlebottom where you had met what seemingly looked like the only resident still left in Fizzlebottom, one of the gnomes named Snap. Crackle and Pop. And Snap, Gringle and Pop. That was the name of the three brothers that built the muscalators. Did you just name the Rice Krispie dudes? Yeah, she did. (laughs) And uh, you would help Snap fix the muscalator to try and launch one of you because you had a big fight over it on who got to be in the bucket. And Mimi pushed Galaxy out of the bucket and then Galaxy launched Mimi in the muscalator. But the calculations that Snap had done on the muscalator were off and it promptly slammed Mimi into the side of the mountain. Yeah. Yes, but Fat Dad. You forgot that we were all fighting. Yes, there was lots of fighting. There you're, was so much fighting. You're always fighting. It was so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we were they were just demonstrating what we did last week. Just so much fighting and no one able to hit each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was our plan, right, That was Sam? my highlight. Sam, that was our plan, right? That's what we were fighting for. So, uh, um, so after Mimi got slammed into the side of the mountain, uh, Fat Deb rolled up promptly and healed her back to 70 hit points. So it was a big... Big mass of healing that fat Deb on her, and that's where we had ended. So I'm a healer. Girls, you are a healer. You're you are a cleric. Oh, that's what that means? Well, not necessarily. You are a cleric of the life domain. What? There's all kinds of different kinds of clerics. Okay. You could be you could be a healing cleric. You could be a war cleric. Uh, you could be a cleric. You uh, you could be a cleric of a trickster god. So you just like to do pranks on other people and cause mischief. There's can gods. I be a cleric of performance? Uh, performing I, arts. I think so. I think that's a, spoken word. I want to start doing spoken probably, word. There's probably a cleric variation like that somewhere with dance. With dance. <laughs> so, girls, what would you like to do? I'd like to punch Mimi in the gut. No, I'm joking. I'm not. After you just slammed her into the side of the mountain. Now you're saying it's my fault? Yeah, whose fault is it? Well, it's kind of everybody's fault. Not mine. Well, it's, not not it's that. Yours. I was laying there, not volunteering it for was, anything. She want. I could have done a protection spell. Well, you all did help in putting together the musculator again to get it to work to launch yeah. you up there. I don't think I helped. Yeah. You, no, you did. I show Galaxy an angry gesture with my hands. Okay. We are not on speaking terms anymore. Mm-mm. All right, so to remind you, the goal that you had coming back here was to uh, get everyone situated and into Mount Olympus because you had rescued those kids. You had gotten, uh, the, you had freed the souls of Blondie and Betha. And you were coming back here to see if you could resurrect your friends, but it turns out everything has just gone to heck in a handbasket because Fizzlebottom is abandoned now. And uh, uh, Snap tells you that the dwarves have taken over Mount Olympus and they've arrested a bunch of people. And there's dwarven patrols that are going all over the place, which is the reason why he was trying to get the musculator working in the first place is because he was trying to bypass all those patrols to see if he could sneak inside and rescue his brothers. I zoned out through half of it, but then I... <gasps> then Me I too! Yeah, high five! <laughs> so, but then I gained focus again and um, understood. Like, what happened that made it all go into chaos? You don't know. I asked Snap, what made it where everyone abandoned everything? Oh, the uh, the dwarves. Uh, a bunch of them more showed up. 
already no, talked about this. Yeah, the, the, there's a lot of dwarves that were already showing up because remember, Mount Olympus was given to the Musketeers by uh, King Alec Fireforge. And uh, he had been sending more dwarves as, dwarves as of recently. And just within the last couple of weeks, he sent a lot more. In fact, he's in there now, too. He is taking over Mount Olympus. Okay, then. <laughs> um, Do you know if, like, Doc and Blondie and Betha are in there? Uh, last I heard, uh, uh, Blondie and Betha are uh, still dead. I know, but where are Do- they? Doc, Doc was arrested. I know, but where are Blondie and Betha's bodies? I, 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 I think somewhere inside. I don't know exactly where, though. Wait, Doc is a dwarf? No, Doc is a, a human. Oh. She is Doc is a woman. Human. I was going to say, that's amazing, because we're sleepy and dopey. <laughs> but it didn't. So, are we assuming that the kids and um, Ian and Guy are arrested? Well, you also have to remember, too, on your way back here, you had uh, Ian and Jed with you, who somehow disappeared in transit. No, we had just Jed. Or was it just Jed? Okay. Jed and the kids had disappeared in transit. Um, did There was that portal thing, but we never figured that out. Right. Yeah, we left that a while ago, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um... Hmm. Well, in in game time, there was only about maybe an hour. It was only a couple of hours ago because it took you an hour to get to Mount Olympus from where you saw that portal thing. And you've been spending the last couple of hours helping Snap put together the parts and fixing up the musculator. That almost killed. That almost killed Mimi. (laughs) Okay. Um, Can I turn into a um, like a pigeon and like fly over the fortress thingy and see if i can look for an entrance because i think we want to go in there to save our friends yeah yeah you can you could turn into Mm -hmm. an eagle okay i turn into a burb okay burb um you want to turn into a pigeon yeah specifically a pigeon a pigeon okay you turn into a pigeon a pigeon i'm perry the pigeon little gray pigeon mr bok is really confused no, he's not. <laughs> he's used to this. He just he knows you can change the different animal shapes. Wait, but shouldn't you take a look at the island to see what type of birds are there? So then, like, it could just be a random pigeon. Like, there might not be any pigeons there. I'm off. She's she's a pigeon. There there could be more. There could be no pigeons, but there could be seagulls. We're in the middle of the desert. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we are. Yes. I'm a pigeon. I was picturing like uh, trees. Say yeah, me yeah too. and yeah. into a mountain. It's yeah. Not... It's it's uh like it's like the Rocky Mountains, and you're on the eastern side of the mountains, like around the Denver area, so where it's a lot of so it's like completely desert, but it's very dry. How is um, there a desert in Denver? It's Denver's a very dry desert like area. All three of us just attacking. Dad. I know it, it's not like sandy desert. No, no, it's not like dune or anything like that. No, but well, it's it's just dry and, and it's rocky. Yeah, there are, there are trees, but it's like yeah, it's whatever. I'm imagining it how I imagine it. What would you call it then? Dry land, California, <laughs> like a desert. No, California, like sand. Yeah. Anyways, I'm flying. Okay. Yep, you're flying. Above, do I see anything? Can you roll a perception check for me? 
26. 26. Okay. <laughs> so it takes you a couple of minutes to fly up there because the, the mountain is very tall. And I'm a pigeon. And you're a pigeon. Not the fa- fastest flyer in the world, but you do get up there and it does look like that there have been lots of changes. You don't see anybody, uh, but you do see that the nets are still up for the muscular. Okay. Which you're realizing now probably would have been a good thing to confirm that they were there before being launched in the muscular. Uh, yeah. this, the stables, though, with your ponies and horses, and there was also griffins. Griffin's stables. What about elephants? Elephants. All of those are empty. <gasps> there is nobody up top on this mountain right now. But where the big opening was to get into Mount Olympus has now been replaced by a newly constructed castle tower that it looks like that its doors are and windows are all shut and boarded up right now. I go down and like look through the window. Okay. Do I see anything? Roll a, another perception check. Can you tell me again? Because I was zoning out. What are we trying to do right now? <clears throat> I, we're, you're trying to get inside to figure out what's going on. But you were coming back here initially because you were trying to save the lives of Beth and Blondie, who you freed the souls. And now you're coming back uh, to see them resurrected. But you were also bringing back some of the kids that you had rescued from Atlantis and bringing them back to the headquarters of the Musketeers. Because mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. heroes. You're supposed to be heroes. Anyway. Oh, we are. <laughs> um, I got a 19. Okay. Do I see anything? You uh, see some torches going on the inside, and you see a dwarf that looks like he is napping, leaning up. He's sitting on the on the stone floor, and he's leaning up against the wall um, across from the window that you're looking in, but it looks like that he is sleeping. You can see his long mustache fluttering with each breath that he lets out. Can I open the window with my like head or... Uh, what's, uh, can you roll, roll a d20? Let's see how strong <laughs> a pigeon Why? is. Oh, good. That's right. You're a pigeon. <laughs> Nine. Nine? Okay. I give advantage. Wait, do, can I add totally. my strength? No, no, because you'd have to add the strength of a pigeon onto that. Um, so uh, let's just take a look. Nine and one quarter. Uh, so an owl, which is probably three times the size as a pigeon, has a minus four on its strength. Um, so no, you start pecking at the wood on the window and you're not able to to move it open what if i do a ninja kick <laughs> as a pigeon <laughs> um, like, can i roll it then yeah ro- ro- roll a roll a string check again what if i punch <laughs> the window? nope you're just not strong enough to open it as no, a pigeon. Wait, no, can I, no can i do one more thing just one more try one more try one more try of what? Of opening the window. You are not strong enough to open the window. I'm leaning so, on the window. So come up with something and I, else. Uh, uh, she gets a natural um, Can I gra- find a stick and then open the window? <laughs> <laughs> try and use it as like a lever? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll, roll an investigation check now. Um, yes, Birdie. You know the movie? It has Will Smith and Tom Holland. like something like something in disguise. You know, Spies in disguise? Yeah. yeah Spies in disguise. Like Will Smith. The animated, he, a rich dude gets turned into a pigeon, and he's all this kung fu and everything. That's what I'm picturing saying right mm. now. Just search it up. And Why'd you roll that twice? <laughs> Why are you rolling it a third Natural time? Natural 20! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not... Yeah. No, I got an 11. You got an 11? Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, they've cleaned up the top of Mount Olympus pretty um, good. Is there any open window? 
Okay. At, at this point, you start to hear heavy footsteps and a clanking of metal coming towards the door of the tower. Okay. I kind of fly out from the window, still eyeing it, but I, like, so I'm up in the sky viewing the door. Okay. You hear metal grinding on metal as they remove the bar that has the door locked, and you hear the hinges of this door squeal as the metal doors open up. Is there any trees nearby? Uh, there are no trees nearby. No. Is there a bush? Um, sure, there's a bush nearby. I hide behind the, bush, hide behind the bush. But I kind of peek up. Just... Okay, can you uh, roll, a, roll a hide for me? A hide. A stealth. Roll a stealth. A hide. 19. 19? Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, so it's not a very uh, thick bush that you hide behind, but there's enough there's enough foliage on there to hide you because you're a small okay. little pigeon. Uh, and there are eight dwarves that come out. Uh, most of them are wearing standard uh, uh, chainmail armor and have spears, and they're uh, but they're being led by what looks like two more impressive looking fighters. Uh, all of them are dwarves. All of them vary in ages. Some uh, the one out in front who looks to be the the oldest has got a very jagged scar going down his left side and he's got an eye patch. Ah, the typical villain look. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, but he's got, he looks like he's got thicker armor on him. He has got a, uh, a couple of different swords strapped to his belt and he's got a large crossbow on his back. Uh, the, the other dwarf that's out front uh, that's a, a bit more impressive as well he has got a shield and a and he's got a spear and it looks like that he's got some other weapons and things like that that's attached to his body as well um what are they doing they're not talking to each other they're just they just marched out and once they got as soon as they got out the door uh that dwarf that you saw that was sleeping inside you see that he's awake now and he sleepy he was sleepy, he, he was a sleepy dwarf. <laughs> He comes out and shuts the door behind them. As soon as they're clear, he shuts it, and you hear metal grinding on metal again as he locks it. What are they doing? Are they just standing there? They're, they're marching. It looks like that they are going towards the path that leads down the mountain. Oh, no. Um, I kind of follow them a little, like, up ahead. Okay. Do I see what direction they're going? They're going down. They're going down the only only trail that leads to the bottom of the mountain. Okay. Are they coming towards? But us? it's going to take a while. It's going to be like yeah. It's going to take them like half an hour okay. to get down there. I fly down to everyone else. Okay. You see this random little gray pigeon land at your feet. I poop on Galaxy's head. <laughs> Roll a Constitution check. They're going to say constipation check. <laughs> Constipation. Roll a constipation check. Okay. Oh, no. I'm quite constipated, Dad. What did you roll? Um, four. Four. Okay. I'm yeah. struggling to you, get that poop out. You try, out. but you're, yeah, you, uh, you don't have to poop right now. It's all blocked up. You're all blocked up? <laughs> so I turn back into um, elf form. Okay. Um, yeah, the dwarves are marching down. I learned that pigeons can't do kung fu. Should have been a um, I don't know which direction they're marching down. There's only one way. It's down or up. Is no, that I down towards us no, then? Yes. I don't know if they're coming because I saw 
us. I don't know if they're grabbing something. I suggest we hide and then follow them. Well, as, as a reminder, Snap did say that they do regular patrols outside of the mountain all the time. That's why he was trying to get the musculator to work is because he didn't want to encounter the patrols going up and down the mountain. Okay. Um, maybe once they go past, we could then sneak up the mountain. I want to know if there's a, a woman with them that has black hair and a long gown and sings and talks to animals. I just want to know. She, she did not see anyone in the dwarf group that matched that description. Oh, really? Yeah. But there was one that no. was singing. Was there a talking mirror? No. No. Oh. There was an apple. Okay. So should we wait for them to go down the mountain and then we could like scurry up? But they probably have, like, patrols and stuff up the mountain guarding it while ever a ton of people are going. Trust the pigeon. So do we think there's something at the top of the mountain? Or why do we want to go That's there? That's where our friends are um, being held captive. Oh. So Mount Olympus is a mountain that's been hollowed out. And it's a gigantic underground base that's in there. But the only way to get in or out is through the top of it. So okay. if you want to get into Mount Olympus, you have to go up to the top, and then once you get in, then you follow the stairs that lead through all the different levels of the of the compound. What did what what were we flying as when we came here? Wind people. Why don't we do that and fly up there? Well, my spell I've used too much. Says who? It's a, it's a high level spell, and she can only do so many of those per day. Uh, and she's already used up the one that she has available to her for this day. So you would have to take a, a long rest. You have to take uh, eight hours of resting before she would be able to do that again. But we could just sneak up. Possibly. Galaxy has fly spells, too. And I also Doesn't like she this. have Mage Hand that she could just bring us? She's got Mom and Mage Hand. Yeah. That only lasts for a minute, though, so that wouldn't last long enough to get you up to the top of the mountain. I also want to point out, um, I also have this, uh, like, seeming or something that you, I think that's what it is, mm -hmm. that makes you look like something else. Yep. So we could, like... That is a spell. You could disguise all of yourselves. And to, we could fly also as those. Yeah. All three of you have got lots of magical abilities that could help Wait, out. If you looked, made us look like dwarves, we could any. get into the base. Will that work? Turn us into you dwarves. Try. Turn us into dwarves. Turn okay. us into dwarves. I'll try doing that. And the duration is eight hours. Okay. I think we're okay. You know? Yeah. Do you guys know I have a halfling nimbleness where I can move through the space of any creature that is of a size larger than me? I can oh. move through them. Yep. Can I remember that? Yep. You you're only, really yeah. You're nimble and you can dodge right through people. And you can only I'm make nimble. someone one foot shorter. Yep. Oh, you don't have to do anything to me. I'm already like short. Dwarves. Well, you two are only five feet tall. Oh, wait. We're five feet? Yeah. So being a four-foot dwarf, would that matches up real easy. And don't you need oh. to make me taller then? You would then, yeah, you would have to be a foot taller. Then you would you would all be four-foot dwarves if you oh. use this spell. Oh, okay, then let's do it. I didn't realize we were so short. Why are we so short? Uh, that's just the way that the dice had rolled. You're like five foot one or five foot two, I think. Oh, so you're tall. Do, elves have the tendency to be smaller than than people. Oh, okay. Birdie cast the spell. 
Magic wand, do your power. <laughs> magic wand, do your power. Magic comes off of Galaxy's hands and it settles over all of you, and you all look like. Are you male dwarves or female dwarves? Does it look like there's more male dwarves? It does look like there's more Let's male dwarves, male. but it, but it's hard to tell sometimes because the women dwarves have have beards too. Let's be. Let's be. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, like fairly early on in the podcast, I said that we are a, a, a female, a beardless female dwarf household. I've switched positions on on that. So it's like I have I've warmed up to the idea of women dwarves having beards. I like the concept. Oh, that's uh, so yeah. funny. I agree. Okay, we'll be male because there's probably more. No, make me a female. <laughs> I want a beard. You want to be a female dwarf? Okay. Female dwarf with a beard. No, you're gonna be a male. What? All right, everyone's a male dwarf <laughs> with a beard. Wait, including Mr. Bokbok? Um, oh, good Come question. On, Are you going to have Mr. Bokbok in your backpack or have him just walking He'll around? He'll be in my backpack. Okay. I'll be like, boom in my backpack. I'll be like, now. Mr. Bokbok, don't say a word. You, okay, Mimi. You have your coffee. You'll be okay. <laughs> I'm great. Thanks. Are, are you going to be bored? No, I'm good. You, you want Stubby for company or no? Um... I don't. I don't like sharing the backpack with Stubby. Honestly. Okay, this backpack's your backpack. Okay, cool. Um, is there? I mean, yeah, darn right it is. Here, there's a bunny blanket in there if you get cold. Oh, I know. I know all about the bunny blanket. Oh god. The bunny brand blanket. <laughs> it's so cozy. So cozy. Okay, you you sleep well, Mister Bok Bok. I'm good. Thanks, Bibi. It's trademarked now. <laughs> it is, Bunny blanket to you. We have to file a trademark. It, you can't just say something's trademarked. That's not the way it works. It is trademarked. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that in D&D? You just say something happens and it happens. Magically yeah. magic. It's trademarked in our D&D fantasy world. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's bunny blanket all right so you all look so like soft. you all look like so uh, three dwarf warriors so now and i'm like oh my gosh i've lost so much weight <laughs> i feel so slim no you would actually be bigger as a dwarf they're very they're squats and they're thick and bulky Dude, i got taller and i didn't think anything could be like wider than me <laughs> Jeez. no i've lost weight all right yeah you are our three dwarf warriors now so what are you gonna do now we're gonna march towards them okay we are yeah okay we're gonna hop like right in line with them you know like in wizard of oz when they turned into the we want to go up there we don't they're going down we want to go up so we're gonna stand out even though we're well, no, we just like have them. to be confident. Confidence. Understand? Confident walk. All right, so you start marching. I swagger. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, Snap is still there. He's like, so uh, none of you want to do the musculator again? I I'll died. It. I'll do it. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Okay, let me just let me just make some quick adjustments based off of that uh, failed attempt that we had with Mimi. Okay, make sure it's one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he he gets the musculator ready again. He makes some adjustments. He pulls out a wrench, tightens it down a bit. He's like, "Can you uh, can you have your dog um do the oh, pump it boom. down again?" Boom, go. Okay. 
But who's going to bring Boom with up there? Well, after he's done cranking it down, then you can put it back in your bag. Oh, okay, okay. So he cranks it down. Gets all the way bent down to the ground again, and it's taut and tight, ready to launch. Boom, jumps back into your backpack. He just kind of, like, shrinks down and, like, Just... That's the sound it makes when he gets put back into your unicorn butt backpack. Now, I'm going to need you to roll percentile die like Mimi did last time. I know. I'm trying to find a spell or something that could. I kind of shyly go up to the lovers. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What, what would mage armor be? Would that uh, work? Mage. Well, what is armor. it that you're trying to do? I don't know. Like, have some protection. Uh, Featherfall would probably be your best protection. Oh, yeah, Featherfall, yeah. And that's a reaction. So if it if things start to go south on yeah. this, you could just cast that right away and yeah, protect yourself. Yeah, it was just yourself. right under. I couldn't find it. Okay, yep. what do I need to roll? Uh, find your two ten-siders. I pulled the lever. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you better get away from me. You get launched into the air. Let's see uh, if it launches you up to the top of the mountain or Yay! if it launches you into the side of the mountain. I got a one and a six. Okay. So... So seven. No, one. No, put them back down. Well, Which one? Okay, so you see the one with the zero on it. That's so, the tens place. What number yeah. is that? What? Was it six? Was this the six? Yeah, that was a six. Okay, so it was sixty-one. Okay, so you rolled a sixty-one. That that's the that's the reason why that zero exists on there is because that counts as the tens place okay. when you're rolling percentile dice. Can I do that? You yeah, you get launch. Launched. Uh, roll a. Uh, your pants. <laughs> roll a Constitution saving throw. Last time I did. <laughs> what? Why did I bring this up though? I don't get it. But you can have a point of inspiration for doing this. For peeing in her pants. Well, just for bringing it up. <laughs> I'm getting it's like. Can I have an inspiration point for pulling the lever? No. I thought of pulling it. <laughs> I get a four. You got a four? Yeah, I pee uh, my pants. Yep, you pee your pants again. I'm just loud. Did Boom? I point and laugh. Boom's in your bag. Oh, yeah, he doesn't even know we're flying. You, well, roll a perception check. Let's see if you could even tell. That I point and laugh? No, that she peed her pants because she's <laughs> flying through the air right now. She's already hundreds of feet up in the air. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, 11. Wait, wait, wait. How hey. do you roll a plus five? Can you, I roll? <gasps> it's empty. 17. <laughs> You you can't tell. She's already too I far up tell. in the air. Okay, but then Mimi's going to tell me, and then I'm going to point. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what role was it? A perception check. Oh, 27. 27, okay. I see it. Yep. I go, Galaxy wetted her pants. All right, so you go flying up to the top of the mountain, and yeah, you land in the nets like Does you did just previously. Does like spray of pee? Go with her. <laughs> no, it's Aww. yes, it does. Yeah, I thought so. No, I saw it. yeah, it does. no, we got binoculars. Yeah. No, we got binoculars. We're gonna call you pee pee pants from now on. What? You got up to the top, no problem. <laughs> Minus the wet pants. Minus the wet pants. They're you're a little warmer than you were before, and it's a little uncomfortable because it's sticky. Oh come on! Now that just took it too far. Yeah, that's dead. No one wanted. It's just that. the material. The wet material is sticking to each other. No. So no. I have leather no. pants on. <laughs> Are you Ross? Are you Ross? <laughs> no, you have cloth pants on. How? Well, because you mostly dress in in robes. Yeah, do, but oh, you're a dwarf right now. Yeah, but that's it, a it, it's an illusion. Oh, so I could be naked. You you, you could technically be naked. Yes. I I know this is family friendly, so like <laughs> just disregard that. All right, so Galaxy, you're up at the top of the mountain. What do you do? Um. 
I don't know what I should do. All right. Well, can I just? I'm gonna venture off, just kind of away from. So there's there's nothing up there. So you see oh. the structures and the stables, and they're all empty. Everything's been cleared out. The only thing, so you do see the new tower that's new that's been built over the opening that leads into Mount Olympus, and you can see that it's all barred up right now. Uh, but there's a big metal door that's standing in front of you. That seems to be the only entrance in or out of Olympus right now. I'll go in there. The door is locked. So back down. Dimension door. You're going to do dimension door. Yeah, that's okay. smart. <laughs> Wait, let me see if there's anything else, though. <clears throat> that's a good one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so down, down back at the bottom of the mountain, uh, Snap says, uh, would anyone else like to try it again? No. That, that seemed to be a successful test. I think we've got the kinks all worked out. No. I died. Can I scooter up? Okay, well, can you uh, could you at least uh, help me crank it down? Because I'm going to get in. Sure. Oh, yeah, we don't have boom I anymore. crank no. it down. All right, you help him crank it down. Goes all the, way, all the way to the bottom again. It's taut and shaking, ready to go. And Snap climbs into, into the bucket. And he pulls his goggles back down over his face. He's like, okay, Mimi. Hit the switch. Bon voyage. Make sure you keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times. Hope you have a fun ride on the muscular. I pull the lever. And he gets launched up to the top of the mountain as well. So, Galaxy, what were you going to do? Did you roll for him? Yes, I did. Oh, fine. He got a 29 on his percentile dice. Jeez! Did he pee? He totally peed his pants. (laughs) So we point and laugh at him too. Well, can you see him peeing his pants? Roll a perception check. I will. I so saw him. 25. (laughs) I got a natural 20, thank you. We saw it. Yep, you saw him. Welcome to the club. Will he ever look us in the eye again? I don't know. He probably can't hear you. Oh, he can hear me. I'm very so, loud. So, Galaxy, what, what, what were you going to do at the top of the mountain? Uh, dimension door. But then do I hear... Uh, his name's Snap, right? Yep. Do I do I hear Snap coming No, in? you would be doing this before he gets launched into uh-huh. the air. I'll wait a few minutes. Oh. I know what's coming. Okay, so right before you cast the spell, dimension door to go inside, oh that's God. when you hear that... And he slams into the net behind you. And you could tell visibly he is Peter's pants. Up, up, come on. Was this a... You've, you've done this before, right? Um, No, I mean, me personally, no. This is my first time doing it. But you've built them. Yeah. But we always find someone else to... We always use, like, rocks or, you know, hay bales to test out and launching. Interesting. Okay, well, I was just gonna... Do dimension door and walk through. Do you know what this building is? Um. Oh, this is new. No. Uh, it looks like they've just cut. They've covered up the the entrance. So I'm going to use dimension door. Would you Can like I to just come say in? that me and um Fat Deb, Deb. Fat Deb, we are walking up the mountain. Okay, we're walking up the mountain. Okay. Uh, yeah, I I I'd like to go in too. Um, okay. Can you uh, boy, I haven't thought this through very well. Um, there's lots of dwarves inside. Is there anything else that you could do to like? Hide us, or uh, make us. Can you make us invisible? Indeed, I can. You've come to the right person. 
He's like, I'm scared. No, no. Okay. We're on my electric scooter just to like make <laughs> it clear. So we get scooter. up there pretty quick. So we're like almost there. Okay. Don't worry. We'll be there soon. I can only create. I can only make you invisible for one minute. Oh. But let me see if I have another thing. Give me a second. Oh, wait. No, actually, no. Never mind. I have actually a better one for two hours. Up to an hour. Up to an hour. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Okay. So, I, I got just... I thought one of them was greater invisibility. That only lasted a minute. Yeah, that one comes in really handy in combat because you could turn yourself invisible and still cast attack spells while being invisible. Oh, and this you can't. Right. As okay. soon as you were to cast a spell or do take an action of like attacking someone with that other invisibility spell, you become visible at that point. Okay. But it lasts for an hour. Okay, so I want to say though, when when you so this will work for over for about an hour, but if you start attacking someone or anything, the spell automatically is off. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm not gonna attack anybody. I just I just try to find my brothers and get out. Any combat though. Okay, uh, how many? Is it? Can I only do this? Oh, okay, another level or something. I can do one additional character, a creature. So I'm gonna do this. Um, magic wand. Are you going to turn both of you invisible? Or just... Oh, that'd actually be smart. Wait, can I... <laughs> a, cre- a creature you touch until the... Sp- can I do what myself? Well, it says if you cast it at a higher level, you can do more than one creature, right? Oh, yeah, but... That's what that's referring to. If you oh. use a higher spell slot, you can turn both of you invisible. Okay, I'm going to do a level three spell. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to roll it. Do I need... Wait, do you don't I need, need to roll? roll? I don't. Does it, it automatically happen? Automatically happens. Hey, let's go! Okay, uh... Wait, Galaxy, where'd you go? Okay, um... And you feel some fingers touching you on the shoulder. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. Okay, okay. Um... Would it be weird if a corgi just walked into... Uh... This place by itself? I... I always think it'd be pretty weird. Okay. Here, do I wonder if I have any rope or anything? So then we'll like, I don't know. Okay, now let's just go. Let's just go. Dimension door. Okay, the white doorway opens up, and you step through. And you step through to the other side in this dark tower that's only lit by like one torch. Whoa! And there's a there's a dwarf that's there. It looks like he just jumped up. And he's like, "What's going on here?" Wait, can you see us? Or did you just is, see a door open? Is this up? grumpy? <laughs> this is grumpy. <laughs> There's someone there! And he's holding his spear and he's looking around, not seeing anyone. I kind of snap, I kind of try to find him. And push he's, him. he's holding onto your arm. Oh, okay, I kind of just then walk over, around. Okay, you're gonna, okay, can you roll a, roll a stealth, but do it with ad- advantage, because you're invisible. He's going to be sneaking around this dwarf guard. Let's see how good he is as a guard. Okay, stealth. A natural 20. A natural 20? A natural. You get to roll twice. Okay, let's see if I can do even better. A 19. So, a natural 20 it is. Okay. Eh, Pretty good, though. Yeah, and so he still is point. He's pointing his spear in the opposite direction. Sucker, you're stupid. Who said that? (laughs) Wait, did you say that out loud? No. Okay. So you think that? 
All right, and you keep moving, going down the stairs. All right. <sighs> Galaxy just split the party. Mimi and Fat Deb, you start uh, rolling your way up the mountain. Yes, oh. on my electric scooter. It's Wait, not electric scooter. It's an electric thing? scooter. It gets really hard to start rolling uphill on this non-powered scooter that it's you have. It's powered, though. So it's powered by Fat Deb. From the battery that I control. There's no battery in it. Can it be a wind-up? <laughs> Like, I wind it, and then it goes for a while. No, sorry. Why? That's just not the scooter that you found. It doesn't say it's not. Okay, you start moving your way up the mountain on your scooter. Okay. Maybe if you had, like, a dirt bike or something, you could have done something. And Galaxy and Snap, they went up to the top of the mountain. Um, are we almost at the top yes. right now? No, it's going to take you half an hour to get up to the top. Okay, we keep moving. Okay. That'll be a good hike. So after about 15 minutes, you can start to hear the dwarven soldiers. You can hear their metal clanking and their footsteps. Dwarves are not quiet people. And you can hear the snorting and uh, spit every now and again from them as they, as they come down the mountain. And you turn the corner in the path heading up another way, and that's when you spot the eight dwarves marching towards you. Isn't Snap a, a gnome? Yes. Okay. I just try to, I don't talk to them, I and I'm confident. I'm like, I'm being like, this is where I'm supposed to be, this is what I'm supposed to do, and everything. Okay. Confident. How about you, Fat Deb? Sure. I'm thinking. Yes, I do the same. You do the same thing? Okay. So you get a little bit closer now, you can start making out the details on them. And so it's the same two dwarves that are out in front that uh, that, you saw, that you had seen before at the top of the mountain. The leader looks like he's got he's got the eye patch on, and he's got the uh, the additional weapons and swords on him, with the other one with the with the shield and the spear, and then the six other dwarves behind them. They seem to be more rank and file types of uh, guards with their spears. And uh, the guy out front with the eye patch, his one eye squints at you. Can you both roll a deception check for me? 16. Natural one. Oh, I get to roll again. I get to roll again. Yeah, yes. Yes. another natural. Oh, eight. Eight? Okay. Sorry. So Mimi sells it pretty good. And Fat Deb is trying to sell it, but you look down and realize that you're on your scooter. I look ridiculous <laughs> with a tutu still on. No, 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 no. The, the tutu disappears with the, uh, the illusion spell that the galaxy I cast. Um, and he holds up his hand and he stops all the doors behind him. It's like, who are you? Well, we are on our way to the base. You're not from here, are you? Are you from here? Yes. Then so are we. What's your name? What's your name? I asked you first, and he... I asked you second, and two is bigger than one. All right, he he pulls his sword out. I'm going to ask you one more time. Who are you? Okay, my name is Billy, and this is Bernard. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm Bernard. Yeah. All right. What clan are you with? Well, we're kind of free spirits, you know? <laughs> can you we go where we're needed, and it looked like you needed us. Can you, can you roll, a, roll it? I need both of you to roll a deception check <laughs> again. Oh, my gosh. Another 16. Seven. Okay. I'm it's really just, bad at this. His his eyes just keep going towards that scooter. That's your rod, and <laughs> just throw it, throw it, throw it. I can't. It's so magical. It runs a battery. Sure. And uh, his his hand. So he pulls his sword out a little bit. Comes a couple inches. You see a couple inches of steel of the sword coming out of its scabbard. But then he pulls up his other hand, and he touches something in his ear. And he mumbles something under his breath. Can you uh, both you roll a perception check? Let's see if you you can pick up what he's saying. Twenty-three. Okay. Nine. <laughs> okay, Fat Dev, you you can't pick this Yikes. up. Um, but uh, Mimi, you distinctly hear him say, "Send them out. I think it's them." Kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him. How many dwarves are there? Eight. Um, you know what? I think that we better get going. Um, you, it's been great talking. We should do it again sometime. You've got to wait right there. Ex- You're not going anywhere. Excuse me. Um... I think not. And I pull one of my rubies off and I throw it at from my helmet and I throw it at them. Ooh, okay. Well, real quick. Okay, so with that, uh, that's an attack. So we have to roll initiative. Oh, come on. But you will get to go first. Don't say she started the attack. Rubies are wall of fire. Are they bigger than us? No, they're about the same size. Oh. All right, Mimi, can you roll initiative for me? Nine. Nine. Fat Deb? What? Roll initiative. You're about to go into combat. <gasps> and you have advantage on initiative, so you get to roll it twice. I don't add anything. Uh, you add your dexterity modifier, but it, it should you should see initiative uh, at the top of your character sheet in the middle. Hers is funky. I know. It's a different different layout for oh, the character. right there. Yeah. Plus two. Oh my gosh! Well, you get you get to roll it again. Oh, I do. You have advantage on initiative. Oh, good. That was a six. Well, no, that was a four plus two. But <laughs> you got a two. So, uh, so, so you got a six. I have four. Oh yes, I got six. Okay. Uh, Mimi, you get to go. Uh, so this is going to be a surprise round. So what? What what emerald or was that a ruby that it you pulled off? A your wall hand? of fire. A wall of fire. Oh oh okay. Uh, do you know the stats that go into that? No. Okay, I've got it here. Uh, you create a wall of fire on a solid surface within range. You can make the wall up to sixty feet long, twenty feet high, and one foot thick, or a ringed wall of twenty feet in diameter, twenty feet high, and one foot thick. The wall is opaque and lasts for the duration. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 5d8 fire damage. Okay, so you get to create this wall 
of fire, hence the name of the spell Wall of Fire. But it doesn't have to just be a straight line. You could actually make it into a ring. So you could put a wall of fire around this group of dwarves. Yeah, I'm going to put a wall of fire around them. Okay. What's your spell save? Oh, they fail. <laughs> they, got a, they got a one on their dexterity saving throw. Uh, can you uh, roll 5d8? And that is the amount of fire damage that they are going to take at this. 5d8? Yeah, 5d8. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just said that. Ooh, I, I'm pretty, pretty good. Huh? I mean... Ahem. We got... 25. 25, okay. Not bad. Not bad at all. A little above F. A little above... Yeah. Uh, you hear screams from inside this ring of fire that you just put around these dwarves. Um, and it sounds like you're killing a bunch of them just from this one attack. Um, all right. So it is their turn now. Uh, what damage do they take? So the first, so we're going to go into the next round of combat. So in the initiative order, the veteran that was out front, this is the guy with the eye patch. He is going to try and jump through, uh, this fire. And he... Can you roll another 5d8? And he fails his dexterity saving throw again. Oh, so does he take more damage? Okay, we got... 24. 24, okay. So he comes barreling through the wall of fire, and he is starts patting himself down, trying to put the flames out, and his beard is, like completely singed off of one side of his face and his one eyebrow is gone and his hair is all burnt and crusted up from it and he's going to come out and he is going to attack he's going to attack Mimi Billy he's going to attack Mimi Billy <laughs> alright he pulls his long sword out and he misses with his first attack and his second attack that is going to be a 21 I'm guessing that hits 21 yep that Okay. Uh, you're going to take 14 points of slashing damage. And it is your turn now, Mimi. My turn? Okay, I'm trying to just find my sheet. 14 points? Mm-hmm. Okay. I try to kick him back in the fire ring. Okay, so you're going to push him back in? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so we're going to do... Uh, if it, This is a athletics contest. Okay. So it's your strength contested by his strength. You got a one. So you push him back into the fire. Can you and you hear a scream as he goes back through the wall as you just burned this dwarf alive. Oh my god, you are evil. so mean. <laughs> evil, evil. Hey there! Uh, fat, fat, fat dub, it's you it's your turn. Oh my god. <laughs> You're I just look at her like you are <laughs> just, the worst. Just mouth open, just. <laughs> oh my gosh! I start crying. And that is uh, all right. So all the other dwarves except for one are now dead. Uh, this oh my is. God. 
you just wait. How many dwarves were there? She uh, there was eight. She but you ju- killed she seven just, dwarves. She you <laughs> killed the seven dwarves. <laughs> you killed the seven dwarves. <laughs> oh no! You are definitely not Snow White. All right, <laughs> Sam, can you roll? F- uh, can you roll 5d8 for me again as the, the final dwarf uh, comes barreling out of the fire the again? Dwarf. You killed the seven dwarfs. My, Mimi, Mimi's crying. She didn't. She, she And I'm laughing when I start thinking about that. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's dead. This 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 dwarf has a lot of hit points. So you twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, he is no. He's st- he's still alive. He's oh. still kicking. It seems like seems like the armor that he had uh, protected him a little bit better um, from the fire. And he's he's going to go after you too. And he's going to make three sword attacks at you. Uh, that's going to be a seventeen. That's going to be a twelve, and a twelve. What's your armor class? Uh, fifteen. So only one hit. Only one hit. So okay. Uh, you're going to take uh, six points of piercing damage. Only six. Yep. He's attacking you with his uh, with his spear. All right. So, uh, well, that guy's dead. He's not in this anymore. <laughs> well, that guy's dead. Uh, Mimi, it's your turn again. So they're all dead. Well, no. There's there's one that's left. Oh, because you've been hit, you need to roll a Constitution check. Can you roll a Constitution saving throw? You need to get a ten or higher. I got eight. It's a constitution saving throw. Did you add your modifier to it? Plus two. It's a seven. Okay. Well, then uh, you lost concentration on the wall of fire, and that disappears now. The, the, the stab wound from the spear makes you lose concentration on the spell. What's a scimitar again? That is a... It's a type of sword. Okay. Um... I'm gonna use my scimitar. You use your scimitar, okay? Yeah. I just kind of mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. That hits. No. Three. Wait. Three. All right. Is that? Uh, were you gonna try and do anything else on your turn? I got a three. Did is he dead? He is not dead. So you, Wait, do I have two you give him a little bit of a nick on his on his forearm. But do you? I have two attack? Like, can I do it again? Mm-mm. No. Um. The only thing you could do right now is uh, probably move away from him, but he would get an attack of opportunity on you if you tried to move away. Then no. Okay. Fat Deb, it's your turn. And because the wall of fire went away, you can now see the smoldering corpses of the seven dwarves charred and burned lying on the ground <laughs> are there like little gravestones that pop up and say sleepy and dopey and no. sneezy dog, dog. no but you have a very vivid imagination so in your head i that, see that you see that thank you <laughs> thank you um well i don't think we should kill this guy and i think we should take him as a prisoner and try to get information from him so what do you do so i get out my magic rope <laughs> it is written on there. All right, so you can try and physically subdue him. Yeah, because isn't he injured? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, so we injured. can tie him up. Okay, so you are going to do a uh, do an athletics check, and we're going to do a contest. You're going to see if you can like get his hands behind his back. I'm so athletic. 
F zero. <laughs> 16. 16. Uh, you managed to get his arms behind his back. Uh, can you roll a survival check for me? Let's see how good you are at tying knots. I'm super good at tying knots. 24. 24. Okay, yeah. It's like you like tackle them. Ninja and style knots. Back home, Fat Deb grew up wrestling pigs. <laughs> she, she grew up at a farm and she got really good at tackling pigs and then just wrapping them up real quick that's and like doing a hog tie and that's exactly what you do to to this dwarf mm-hmm. it's just he's unexpected he just was not expecting that kind of ferocity and quick hands from fat dumb and i say we're gonna have bacon sandwiches tonight y'all all right, let's see. Uh, he he starts struggling, yeah, and he he can't get out of the ropes. He is subdued and hogtied on the ground right now. I'm gonna uh, change scenes back over to Galaxy. Okay. So Galaxy, you're making your way down the stairs into Mount Olympus, and it is you can still see okay, but it is darker than what you're used to. It seems like that I since right. But they used to keep Mount Olympus much brighter than what it is now. It seems like uh, they're only using maybe a third of the number of torches that they they typically had in here. So it's just it's just darker than what you're used to. But you can okay. see just fine. But down below, as you're going down the big, huge spiral staircase that leads down into into the guts of Mount Olympus, your eye catches some movement from down below like so something is coming up the stairs, up the stairs can you roll a perception check for me okay and and you could still feel snaps hand on your arm 14. he has a 14 okay he hasn't let go of your arm so he is still walking down okay. with you right now and you're you're both still invisible you could tell that the creature that is walking up the stairs right now is wearing purple rotted robes and has got kind of a faded gold jewel crown on its head. And this is the undead lich wizard that you had encountered in Atlantis. And it is quickly moving its way up the stairs. No. Why? Are you waiting for me to do something? Yep. Yeah. What do you do? Against the wall, just kind of. I, I push snap against the wall when he's holding, so I just kind of. Can you roll uh, roll an arcana check for me? Arcana. A ten. A ten? That's, no, that's good enough. I, I just want to remind plus you. Eight. Yeah, it was a very, it was a low difficulty class I had on that, because I had called this out a couple of episodes ago that I got this wrong with the lich in that combat. Liches have an ability that's called true sight, so meaning liches automatically see invisible creatures. Ah, shoot. So you know that you can't just hide against the wall and let him go past. He will see you. Is he going up the stairs or down? He's going up. He's coming towards you. So let's go the way he's going. Going up. So you're going to turn around and go back up? Yeah. Okay. I think that's a smarter thing to do. Okay. So Snap f- feels you moving back up the stairs, and he whispers, "Like Mimi, what's? What? Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. ga- 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 Galaxy. What are you? What are you doing? Monster, see through invisibility. Oh no. Okay. All right. Oh, so we're going back up. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. 
right, you start you start moving back up, and the lich does not stop. Oh. It keeps moving all the way up to the top of the stairs. So it's going to keep following you all the way back up to the top. Is there more stairs up top? No, you are at the top of the stairs. Can I do dimension door into another room? You you could, but you can't. You don't know what room. You have to be able to see where you're going or know where you're going for the dimension door to work. Uh, can I, like, like, while we're up going up the stairs, like, to the side of the wall, can I just go through there, like, do somewhere I don't know? I could just be out you're not aware of there being any other rooms outside of this main stair shaft. So, I could just, so you have to get down to the bottom of it before it opens up into all of the different rooms and levels. Okay, then. Let's go. Let's go. Go, go. So you're back up at the top, and you see that dwarf guard there again, and the locked door that you had dimension door through previously. Dimension door again. You get dimension door again. Yeah. Okay. You hear the dwarf. What? What again? <laughs> and you you walk through with yep. Uh, yep. with snap. Go to the side of the building. So you're you're outside of the tower again, and you're momentarily blinded by the bright lights of the the daytime outside. But yeah, you're back where you had started. Okay. Inside the building, because I don't, I want to be out of where no one can see us. Okay, and you start to hear footsteps behind you now inside the tower. What? Like so, the lich was walking up. Yeah. He has now reached the top of the stairs, and you can hear movements inside. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Um. Let's go hide. All right. Where are you gonna hide? I don't know. <laughs> we bear. Can we get like go into the sand? And there's some there's some stables nearby that oh, you can let's go, go into. Let's go okay. In there. Can you can you roll a uh, roll a stealth for me? Okay. And do I get advantage since he's we're invisible? Yes, you do get advantage because you're invisible. Uh, seventeen, and I rolled seven. Oh, and then a natural twenty. Natural twenty. Oh. Unnatural. Oh, okay. So you run over to the stables real quick with snap, and you. Duck down behind one of the doors and you peek out and that's when you see the metal door open up to the tower and the lich steps out. And it glances around very quickly but doesn't see you. And then it waves its hand and it dimension doors itself and walks through and disappears. Mimi and Fat Deb, you have the dwarf hogtied on the ground in front of you and he's struggling but he can't get out of the rope because of this fantastic hot hog tying that that fat deb had done what do you do i question him who are you <laughs> sleepy Junior. actually i'm gonna say yeah uh, my name is uh betty boulder gut bendy Bendy Boulder Gut. Betty Bendy Boulder Gut? No, it's it's Bendy. My friends call me Ben. Boulder Gut. From Clan Boulder Gut. Okay. Um, I have a spell that we should cast. The Zone of Truth. How, how do we... That's a very good spell for doing some interrogation. Yeah, so why don't cast we that. cast the Zone of Truth so that he can't lie to us? All right, what's the, uh, what does he have to roll for that? Mm. <laughs> it doesn't say that in the description anywhere? No. It says... Um, There's some, some roll that he has to make in order to... 
uh, try and resist the spell. Zone of Truth. You create a magical zone that guards against uh, deception in 15-foot radius. Um, until the spell ends. Uh, all right, here we go. Until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. Okay. So he fails his charisma saving throw, and you know that he fails it. So you know he can only tell the truth from here on out for the next 10 minutes. All right, hurry up with the questions. Where would we find our friends who are being held captive? They're, uh, they're in jail inside, all the way at the bottom. How do we get there? Man, we are just going the in st- there. The stairs. How else would you get there? Where are the stairs? Up at the top of the mountain. Get to the top of the mountain and take them all the way down. Why did you guys come here? We're... Oh. Well, here we're doing uh, we're doing our patrols. Patrolling what? The mountain. Why? We're, look, we're looking for uh, a couple of elves and a halfling. Oh, jeez. Um, now, who sent you here to Olympus? Oh, the, the, the king did. Why? Well, uh, I'm not really sure. He, uh, he just wanted to take over, I guess. What are you supposed to do if you find these elves in Halfling? He, he looks like he's about to say something, and then he closes his mouth. He doesn't want to answer that. But he has to. He, he, can, he does not have to answer. He just cannot tell a lie. I will cut off each of your fingers. Now, you can't lie either. Wait, so well, I, she's already killed seven dwarves. I'm pretty sure she <laughs> chop off fingers. No, but I just want—I just want to know—is this threat legitimate? Like, if he does not answer your questions, are you serious? Are you prepared to actually cut off his fingers, like one by one? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god! Oh my god! Happy Halloween! No, 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 I'm cutting off the tips of his fingers. I didn't say how much of his finger I would. Cut. No, okay. his toes. No, I, I can said... You, can you roll an intimidation check and you have no. advantage on it? <laughs> and I'm just standing there like, oh my God. No, but same, if you do his toes, they'll be like, this little piggy, piggy died. <laughs> he couldn't tell the truth. <laughs> I got a six, but like, I pull out my blade. You got a six. Okay. Wait, did you roll it twice? Yeah. He, he looks at you steely-eyed. Do your worst. Oh, do it, do it. Kill him, kill him. <laughs> no, we need to I know. get some answers. I take his hand and I start, like, I'm not, like, cutting it up, but I start, like, cutting it where it would hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you just start slicing into him. No, but I'm I'm not cutting it off. I'm waiting for him to be like, ah. Okay. Well, he, he doesn't. He grimaces a little bit as your blade starts going through his skin and he starts to bleed. Oh, my God. Tell him it's a rusty blade and he's going to get tetanus. (laughs) You say that. Dude, it's a rusty blade. You're going to get tetanus. It's obviously not a rusty blade. Dude, it's obviously, in my imagination, a rusty blade. (laughs) Uh, Fat fat Deb, can can you roll a perception check? For what? If it's a rusty blade. I just want to see is like how focused you are on this right now. I am 13 focused. Okay. Um, You're that focused? No. <laughs> yeah, that's good for me. So behind Mimi, uh, maybe like 30 feet away up the, the trail more, that's when you see a dimension door 
open up. And you've seen this from Galaxy do this spell all the time. But instead of Galaxy stepping oh, through, no. it's, that it's the undead lich wizard walking through. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters is a proud member of the Black Party Podcast Network. Check out our other shows such as the Dungeon Masters Block, the GM Showcase, Geek Wars, and more.